Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a few of you here already early in the house. Alison, always uh, up and at it early, early on. A few uh, Facebook users behind the veil in the, in the Facebook groups. Good morning to whoever that is. Morning, Aaron. Kevin, all the way from Florida. Good to see you, mate. Friedrich, welcome along. Great to see you here. Hey, Mick. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining me. Another Wealth Coffee Chat. Terrific Tuesday, as we say. Hope you're all uh, pumped and ready to go for today and the rest of the week. If you don't already know, Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. But if somebody is new on the on the Wealth Coffee Chat this morning, let us know. Say hello. Let us know in the chat where you are in this wonderful world. And uh, welcome along. What do we do on Wealth Coffee Chats? Well, we have a chat over a coffee, but we're talking about investing in real estate, folks. The idea about buying a piece of real estate and keeping it for a while, for quite a while. I have a little saying around here. I've got a couple. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take time to build your portfolio. So hang in there. Buy a good property and keep it. I say buy well, don't sell. Keep it forever. Um, and you'll do all right. You'll do more than all right. To be to be honest, you'll do fantastically. So, uh, but uh, the question is, the conversation today, I thought we might have a bit of a yarn about, is how many properties do you actually need? Is it a number? Uh, well, depends on how you look at it. But uh, I've already said hello to Mick, but good morning again, Mick. Danny's there and uh, Luke's in the house. Well, tell me in the chat, folks, how do you approach setting your goal for being a property investor? How many, how much? What's the, what's the target? What's the goal for you as a property investor? Let me know in the chat how are you rolling with it and what's your, um, what's your number? What's the number that you're aiming at? Because as we go along, uh, you guys have seen this many times, I'm sure, and if you haven't, then you're obviously new. Or if you haven't, you've been living under a rock. Uh, the idea of the acquisition, consolidation, lifestyle stage. Right. What do you need over here? How many? What's the number of properties that you need as a property investor? And is one, two, three? How many do you need? Five, ten. Uh, I remember reading a book. Zero to 100 properties many years ago, uh, Steve McKnight. I don't know if he remembers that. I don't know about you. Uh, I'm not that excited about owning 100 properties, I can tell you that. Will three make it? All right, we're going to have a little bit of a deep dive this morning on that one. Will three properties, uh, will three, will, how many do you need? How many do you need? Put that in the chat. Tell me, what's your number? How many properties are you aiming for uh, when it comes to getting it going? All right. Alison's got a number there, three to five properties between two and three million. Got some equities as well. I love that. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe uh, PPR and all sorts of stuff. So let's talk about that this morning, team. What does it mean, the number of properties or the dollar amount? Um, because that's what we need to have. We need to set a goal, an acquisition goal as we're going along. And just let's look at the conversation. There's two layers to this conversation. Um when we're driving along, when it comes to the idea of owning 
uh, enough real estate to go forward. Mick's having a crack at 10. Tim's going to have a crack at 10. And ultimately, I think uh, eventually, team, once you get the first foundation uh, going, uh, it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, it's often self-fulfilling as you get the momentum going. Once you've got those first three to five in the portfolio, uh, you need to purchase maybe one or two properties every two or three years to keep the uh, depreciation high and the cash flow going. Um, but, well, that's another conversation for another day. But let's say you've got a goal. What's your goal up here? Uh, and the goal can, you know, really at the end of the day, uh, the goal can be, well, the goal should look at the dollar amount and this sort of the value and the dollar amount in rent, okay? This is the gross rent as we're looking at it, team. Five properties, 150 uh, of income, $3 million value. I love it, Luke. Now, that, now, I love this stuff because it's important, folks, as you roll along, it's so, it's so vitally important not to get caught up in the machinations of, you know, um, stuff that won't matter in the long term. And, um, you know, is it is it the perfect property? There's no bloody such thing. You know, buy a good property, keep it uh, in your portfolio. So how does it work? The value of properties. Now, uh, a lot of people um, look at that as a number, $3 million, and I've seen that. Uh, go around uh, a number of times, and I'm a big fan of that number as well. Why? I'll show you in a minute. Because when we uh, times three million by, let's say, a five percent rental yield, um, and if we look at sort of our income, you know, Luke was saying, okay, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, one hundred fifty k in rent. So that's how it works, right? So as we go along, this might be the number. Now that 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 number of properties, three three million, could uh, you could buy one property for that and get the same, or you could buy multiple properties for that and get the same. Now, uh, for me, for you, there's a few things in this that are pretty important to understand, right? Now, $3 million worth of real estate producing $150,000 worth of rent, fantastic. I love that because it's so, so um, reliable, folks. The most reliable income stream on the planet is residential weekly rental. Residential weekly rental, folks. Um, and as we go along, we need to have a bit of a look at that. How do we get there? Well, obviously, at the start, this is you know your base level or your beginning level. Um, how might we uh, break that up into, let's say, fifty k? You know, fifty k, and then fifty k. All right, break it up into three sort of levels as we go along. What does it look like? If you say, all right, what's the average, what's an average, what's an average priced goodish property? Goodish, is that is that really proper English? Um, if you go, all right, well, let's go three million, uh, divide that by, let's go divide that by uh, 700, all right? 700 is a good number at the moment. Um, well, I don't know if you can see that going to need about four properties, folks, about four, all right? So across this portfolio of, of rent building from 50K to 100K uh, to 150, it looks like it's you're going to need about four properties, between four and five properties. So when Alison said before, you know, you've got, um, you've got Luke in there, five properties, you've got Aaron, you know, three to five properties, two to three million, those are the numbers that we're looking at. 
right? And, uh, you know, how does that work? Now, the acquisition phase, we go, right, let's go for five properties and uh, we have a million dollars. As once we have that established, obviously, well, not obviously, but sometimes uh, many of us say, or oh, what now? Our values go up. Hopefully, our debts go down and, uh, and then our rents go up as well. So where is the value? It's over here. For many of us, we need to understand how we can get this done. What can we do to get it done? And, uh, you know, have a bit of a look at, you know, the sequence of things when it comes to uh, making this work. Now, you got, some of you guys have seen this before. Um, this is a, a very simple calculator that we've got. We use um, and we show uh, our mentoring and coaching clients this one as we go along. But let's just see uh, as we go, if the goal is 20 years, you've got a goal, a time frame of 20 years, will we get there? And the conversation is, hey, good morning, Jeff. Morning, Chris. The conversation is, first, you get the number of properties and the gross amount of rent in the bag. Um, and then the second stage Let's just quickly talk about that for a second before I show you the calculator. The second stage, team, is the consolidation stage. What what happens in the consolidation stage? Tell me right now so we need to understand. Acquisition, we've purchased our properties. We've got them under our belt. What happens in the, uh, the consolidation stage? Tell me in the chat because this is the important part that uh, – good to see you. We've got Sonny in the house. We've got Andrew. We've got Chris. Morning to you. Tell me, folks, what happens? We've done our purchasing. We've done our acquiring. Um, the number, seriously, everyone knows this, is between three and five properties, and it's about a $3 million portfolio as quick as you can do it, as quick as your resources allow you to do it, okay? But tell me in here, where does this part come together, where the dollars the wealth and the dollars become the thing um, as we go along. Put that in the chat for me. Anyone know what we're talking about here when it comes to what happens in the consolidation stage? Well, the consolidation stage becomes where we our debt reduces to the amount um, to free up cash flow, all right? Our values will rise, and we'll see this in, in the spreadsheet here. I'll show you a little little something. Our values rise quite quickly. Uh, our values rise quite quickly um, over time. Values rise, debt reduces. Exactly, Luke. Exactly. Um, and uh, the challenge, let's say, in 20 years' time, our properties might be worth quite a lot more, 7 million bucks. Um, we've got some equity, but our mortgage balance is still high. And our rents necessarily aren't um, producing as much free cash flow, passive income after the expenses as we would like. Now, what's a few ways we can do this? What's what's a few ways we can approach this and getting faster to where we want to go? Well, there's an easy way. Is wait a bit longer. Wait 30 years and let's see what happens. Voila. That last 10 years, team, if you can see this here, this is the passive income, right? 
That passive income is then your property values have risen, your rents have gone up, and um, your income's in the right place. Well, maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you don't want to wait um, 30 years. Maybe you want to speed this up a little bit faster. What can you do? You know, even 15 years, this is pre-tax, by the way, um, if you get some tax back and depending on the property, you know, what could we do? Well, let's add some other income streams in there. Um, let's go and ha- add a fourth property. That helps, doesn't it? Uh, let's go and add a fifth property. That helps. All right, so we're getting closer. So you can see the cumulative effect of owning those properties. Now let's change this number to 20 um, and there we go. So see the $100,000, Luke's got, I was just going to use Luke's uh, example here, five, uh, five properties, 150 grand of income, three million value. Um, I think that uh, that works quite nicely. So if you think about it, all right, well, add a couple of extra properties. Maybe that's the way to go about it. Instead of stopping at three um, or a, a certain value, you need to keep going. Certainly, uh, within reason, if you can do it, uh, then that's a good strategy. All right, well, let's have a look at another way you could do it. Let's add in um, other income streams as you're going along, okay? So for uh, some of us, we might be able to add in some uh, income or return on some of our equity, let's say. Okay, so let's let's take let's take uh, four hundred thousand dollars worth of equity, uh, and uh, let's get a return on that. Uh, let's get uh, a twenty percent return. So you go uh, four hundred grand times twenty percent, eighty thousand dollars. So divide that by fifty two is uh, one thousand five hundred a week. All right. Um, depending on the cost of that, where if that came from a, a loan or whatever, you'd put the loan amount in here, depending on the cost. But let's go and have a look at that, all right? So what did I do just then? I just talked about um, using some of your equity up here. See the equity in this section? Using your equity for something else. I know a lot of investors who get involved in some um, small developments. I know a lot of investors who use a little bit of their um equity at that point for some share market stuff, some other alternative investments like Alison was saying, okay? Um, get your portfolio set and then you can uh, you can manage the equity, unlocking that as you go forward, all right? Um, so what's the gist? Um, another way is you could uh, you could sell down one of those properties and you could uh, debt reduce, right? You could debt reduce a property uh, or pay out some of those debts as well later on. That's my least favorite one. I prefer you to keep those properties and keep moving forward because when you've got this as equity up the top here, that's always going to be replenishing your future passive income and your wealth as you go along. So how many properties will you need? Well, it depends on your goal, but a, uh, a decent goal that I see a lot of people uh, like the idea of is that three to five properties, about $150,000 worth of income, um, and it's totally, totally doable, all right? 100% totally doable, and 
for you and I, you know, what's the 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 amount of dollars and cents? Now let me see if I can do this. Yeah, here we go. What do we need uh, to actually get that done? Like, how much money will we need to get that deal done when it comes to you know buying those properties? So at the end of the day, if uh, if you go sort of, I need a twenty percent deposit or a ten percent deposit. Depends on how much equity and also loan-to-value ratio you're borrowing at will depend on how much you might need. Now, it's not all in one go, by the way. So uh, this is a simple little calculator about if you're going to buy properties at, let's say, $700,000 value and I was able to uh, release $280,000 worth of, um, of deposit funds, how many properties could I buy with that? number right and this is a very rough number obviously it depends on your income and all that sort of jazz but you know if you said all right my home has got a bit of equity in it i release some of that equity i get two hundred thousand dollars at eighty percent depending on the loan and the interest rate could be a little bit higher than that at the moment but the point is the loan to value ratio for this calculation uh i release some equity and i'm going to use that money as deposit plus costs as I go ahead and build my portfolio. And so if I borrow at 90%, then I could buy, you know, up to three properties. If I was borrowing at 80%, uh, I could buy maybe one and a half properties, maybe two properties um, as we go along. So there you go. As your property portfolio grows, that value grows and it uh, allows you to get access to that equity over time. And yes, Alison, I think we all need lending to ease up just a little um, as we as we roll into it for sure to release that equity. But you know what's happening right now in the lending space, folks. Uh, today, the RBA's meeting. Um, there's uh, it's a bit fifty fifty whether they leave it paused or put the uh, the rates up. In reality, it, it's irrelevant what they do today. Um, it's irrelevant because it's, it's, they're not going to put it up multiple times after this. If they put it up one more time, uh, who cares? It's, it's nothing um, in comparison to where we are. If they leave it flat, great. That just gives a bit of confidence to the market. Either way, uh, we're, we're going to see, you know, flattish interest ratey stuff to the end of the year. And already the lenders and the banks, um, Already the lenders and the banks are easing up their refinance buffer rates, the refinance buffer rates, folks. So if you're sitting there today going, what can I do to unlock and get some equity going, get get ready to purchase, or you should be cracking on and getting a purchase right now. It's damn fine time to be buying the right type of property. Refinance, re, uh, redo your loans and your equity and uh, get yourself ready, folks. Um, certainly uh, a good time to do that when it comes to refinancing. The next purchase um, is still a little bit tougher when it comes to finance, but uh, refinancing is certainly much easier at the moment. Anyway, there you go. What's the gist? How many properties will I need? Well, it's between three and five minimum and about two and a half to $3 million worth of purchased equity on the way in. Then you get, Then time will do its thing, folks. Time will do its thing as you go along. If you do add a few more, if you can do five, then uh, the number ultimately um, just helps out over time. 
it's a nice looking value up here. Almost hard to believe, to be honest. But uh, yeah, it happens. It gets there. Anyway, there you go. Awesome, Allison. Uh, you're still an acquisition, I know, which is awesome. If you're still an acquisition team, hustle. Get whatever you need done to get that next property. All right. Well, that's about it today. Um, a little bit bitsy conversation, but the gist of it is you should have a goal and the number of properties and or the value of properties and the gross rent that you want to purchase and acquire. That's goal number one. That goal shouldn't be confused with, you know, everything needs to be positive cash flow right now and blah, 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 blah. That's, that's for later. You know, you're, the best way for you to create income now is to have a good job or a good business as the income provider. It will be the fuel to um, fuel your acquisitions, folks. Your properties can pay income later, all right? Don't, don't uh, burden them or yourself in the beginning with trying to make residential real estate replace your income too early. Um, eventually, that's a good plan and it'd be very consistent. But in the beginning, it's about the acquisition. Anyway, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Thanks for joining me this morning, folks. Good to see you. Join me tomorrow if you're up for it. If you're hanging around, you want to do uh, another Wealth Coffee Chat. It's about 10 past eight. And uh, if uh, if you've got anything on your mind, you think uh, Jason should talk about this, let me know in the, in the chat, in the comments. I'll always get to read them afterwards and uh, see what uh, see what's on everyone's mind. All right, folks, you guys be awesome. Be well. That's it from me. Take care. Bye for now.